0: Section 10 of Common Sense in the Household This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone Common Sense in the Household A Manual of Practical Housewifery by Marion Harland Mutton and Lamb Roast Mutton The parts which are usually roasted are the shoulder, the saddle or chine, and the loin and haunch, a leg and part of the loin. The leg is best boiled unless the mutton is young and very tender. To roast, wash the meat well and dry with a clean cloth. Let your fire be clear and strong. Put the meat on with a little water in the dripping pan. If you think well of the plan, and I do, let there be a cupful of boiling water dashed over the meat when it is first put down to roast, and left to trickle into the pan. I have elsewhere explained the advantages of the method. Allow, in roasting, about 12 minutes per pound, if the fire is good. Baste often, at first with salt and water, afterwards with the gravy. If it is in danger of browning too fast, Cover with a large sheet of white paper. Roast lamb in the same manner, but not so long. Skim the gravy well and thicken very slightly with brown flour. Serve with currant jelly. Roast mutton à la vénison. A Christmas saddle of mutton is very fine prepared as follows. Wash it well, inside and out, with vinegar. Do not wipe it, but hang it up to dry in a cool cellar. When the vinegar has dried off, throw a clean cloth over it to keep out the dust. On the next day but one, take down the meat and sponge it over again with vinegar, then put it back in its place in the cellar. Repeat this process three times a week for a fortnight, keeping the meat hung in a cold place and covered, except while you are washing it. When you are ready to cook it, wipe it off with a dry cloth, but do not wash it. Roast, basting for the first hour with butter and water, afterwards with the gravy, and keeping the meat covered with a large tin pan for 2 hours. A large saddle of mutton will require 4 hours to roast. When it is done, remove to a dish and cover to keep it hot. Skim the gravy and add half a teacupful of walnut, mushroom or tomato catsup a glass of Madeira wine, and a tablespoonful of browned flour. Boil up once, and send to table in a sauce boat. Always send around currant or some other tart jelly with roast mutton. If properly cooked, a saddle of mutton, prepared in accordance with these directions, will strongly resemble venison in taste. An old Virginia gentleman whom I used to know always hung up the finest saddle his plantation could furnish six weeks before Christmas and had it sponged off with vinegar every other day until the morning of the important twenty-fifth, and the excellence of his mutton was the talk of the neighbourhood. It can certainly be kept a fortnight anywhere at that season. Boiled mutton Wash a leg of mutton clean and wipe dry. Do not leave the knuckle and shank so long as to be unshapely. Put into a pot with hot water, salted, enough to cover it, and boil until you ascertain by probing with a fork that it is tender in the thickest part. Skim off all the scum as it rises. Allow about 12 minutes to each pound. Take from the fire, drain perfectly dry and serve with melted butter with capers or nasturtium seed. Or, if you have neither of these, some cucumber or gherkin pickles stirred into it. If you wish to use the broth for soup. Put in very little salt while boiling. If not, salt well, and boil the meat in a cloth. Mutton stew. Cut up from three to four pounds of mutton. The inferior portions will do as well as any other. Crack the bones, and remove all the fat. Put on the meat, the pieces not more than an inch and a half in length, in a pot with enough cold water to cover well, and set it where it will heat gradually add nothing else until it has stewed an hour closely covered then throw in half a pound of salt pork cut into strips a little chopped onion and some pepper cover and stew an hour longer or until the meat is very tender make out a little paste as for the crust of a meat pie cut into squares and drop in the stew boil ten minutes and season further by the addition of a little parsley and thyme Thicken with two spoonfuls of flour, stirred into a cup of hot milk. Boil up once, and serve in a tureen or deep-covered dish. If green corn is in season, the stew is greatly improved by adding, an hour before it is taken from the fire, the grains of half a dozen ears cut from the cob. Try it for a cheap family dinner, and you will repeat the experiment often. Lamb is even better for your purpose than mutton. Mutton chops If your butcher has not done it, and the chances are that he has not, unless you stood by to see it attended to, trim off the superfluous fat and skin, so as to give the chops a certain lightness and elegance of shape. Dip each in beaten egg, roll in pounded cracker, and fry in hot lard or dripping. If the fat is unsalted, sprinkle the chops with salt before rolling in the egg. Serve up dry and hot. Or, you may omit the egg and cracker, and broil on a gridiron over a bright fire. Put a little salt and pepper upon each chop, and butter them before they go to table. Cook lamb chops in the same way. Mutton cutlets, baked. Cut them from the neck, and trim neatly. Lay aside the bits of bone and meat you cut off, to make gravy. Pour a little melted butter over the cutlets and let them lie in it for 15 minutes, keeping them just warm enough to prevent the butter from hardening. Then dip each in beaten egg, roll in cracker crumbs, and lay them in your dripping pan with a very little water at the bottom. Bake quickly and baste often with butter and water. Put on the bones, etc., in enough cold water to cover them. Stew and season with sweet herbs, pepper and salt, with a spoonful of tomato catsup. Strain when all the substance is extracted from the meat and bones. Thicken with brown flour and pour over the cutlets when they are served. Mutton ham. For a leg of mutton weighing 12 pounds, take one ounce of black pepper or a quarter ounce of cayenne, a quarter pound brown sugar, one ounce saltpetre, and one and a quarter pound salt. The day after the sheep is killed, Mix the sugar, pepper and saltpeter, and rub well into the meat for nearly 15 minutes until the outer part of it is thoroughly impregnated with the seasoning. Put the ham into a large earthenware vessel and cover it with the salt. Let it remain thus for three weeks, turning it every day and basting it with the brine. Adding to this, after the first week, a teacupful of vinegar. When the ham is removed from the pickle, Wash with cold water, then with vinegar, and hang it up in a cool cellar for a week at least, before it is used. Soak an hour in fair water before boiling. Or if you choose to smoke it for several days after it is corned, it can be chipped and eaten raw, like jerked venison or dried beef. Most of the receipts above given will apply as well to lamb as to mutton. There are several exceptions, however, which you will do well to note. Lamb should never be boiled except in stews. It is tasteless and sodden, cooked in this manner, on account of its immaturity. But, on the other hand, a lamb pie, prepared like one of beef and venison, is excellent, while mutton pies have usually a strong, tallowy taste that spoils them for delicate palates. Roast lamb should be eaten with mint sauce, if you fancy it, currant jelly, and asparagus or green peas. Lettuce salad is likewise a desirable accompaniment. Mutton or lamb, réchauffé. Cut some slices of cold, underdone mutton or lamb. Put them in a frying pan with enough gravy or broth to cover them. Or, if you have neither of them, make a gravy of butter, warm water and catsup. Heat to boiling and stir in pepper and a great spoonful of currant jelly. Send a table in a chafing dish, with the gravy poured about the meat. Or, you can put a lump of the butter in the bottom of the pan, and when it boils, lay in the slices of meat, turning them before they have time to crisp. As soon as they are thoroughly heated, take them out, lay upon a hot dish, sprinkle with pepper and salt, and serve with a small spoonful of jelly laid upon each. End of section 10 Recording by phone.